You're listening to the Trailblazers Podcast, episode 99 with Tiffany Sutherland. You're listening to the Trailblazers Podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful Black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. Welcome back to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Hart. And so, listen up, our guest today is no stranger to the podcast. We've got a returning Trailblazer, Miss Tiffany F. Sutherland, known across social media as Tiff South. And Tiffany first appeared on Trailblazers in late summer of last year on episode 36. So definitely go back and check that out if you hadn't heard that episode yet. I'll go ahead and post the link for her prior episode on our show notes page. And our show notes for this episode is going to be tbpod.com slash Tiffany Sutherland 2. This is her second episode, right? So we do a good bit in the episode talking about her background. And so I won't talk too much about her bio right now. What I will say is this. Tiff talks today about the importance of us knowing our story and how that often leads to the discovery of our strengths. And she gave me goosebumps talking about our need to walk boldly in our faith, to be able to experience our true purpose and success in whatever it is that we're doing in our lives. So listen up. If you're new to the podcast, I want to say thank you very much for downloading this episode and for checking us out. And it's my hope that you'll go ahead and subscribe or follow us. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you download podcasts, we're likely there. And Trailblazers publishes new content each and every Monday. And next week is a very special Monday. We're going to be celebrating episode 100 on December 18th. Woohoo! <laughs> and for the first time in two years, I've decided that we're going to take a two-week hiatus following episode 100. And so we're not publishing any episodes on Christmas Day or New Year's Day. I'm going to allow myself some self-care, spend some time with my family. And so episode 100 on December 18th will be our last episode of 2017. And Tiffany is teeing me up for next week, and I'm just so excited about you guys tuning in for that episode. So tell Alexa, tell Siri, tell your Google Home to set a reminder so that on December 18th, you're tuned in to trailblazers.fm. And so I won't delay us any longer because Tiff South has some mission fuel to share, and I can just tell you right now, be ready to receive some wisdom, some nuggets of wisdom from the one, the only, Tiffany Sutherland. Enjoy. Tiffany, welcome back to the podcast. Happy to be back. Thank you for having me, Stephen. So for those of you who hadn't listened to my first interview with Tiffany, you need to go back in our archives and hop back to episode 36. So Tiffany already knows that I generally begin asking our guests why they're most grateful right now. And I'm going to reverse roles tonight, Tiff. <laughs> I want our Blazer Nation to learn right up front why I'm grateful for you. So if you haven't listened to episode 36, Tiff and I actually met by God's grace at Podcast Movement 2016. 
And shortly after, you're a guest on the podcast. And I feel like, what, like September of last year, we all started a, a mastermind group with Rich Jones, who hosts the Paychecks and Balances podcast, and Kwame Christian, who you guys might remember from episode 39. He's also a podcast host. And so it's been like a year and some that we've been friends and you've become a constant in what, you know, even before this call, we're talking about, you know, how crazy a season our lives are right now. So what I appreciate about TIFF is that you've invested in us building a great friendship. There's no judgment. I feel safe in reasoning about my flaws, about my dreams. You always listen. You're ready to challenge me. You hold me accountable. And in the best way ever. And there are times where we don't necessarily agree on a thought. And you have a way that you will push back and help me to look through maybe a different perspective or a different lens. And you know how to inspire and kind of encourage me on. And cherry on top is that you're a woman of God. And I can count on you to send me a video at times or a sermon at times that can kind of help lift our spirits up. So, And you're probably one of three people. Fast guests who have been to the heart house and met Christine, my wife and the kids. So, you know, I value you. I'm grateful that, you know, God brought a little sister from another mister <laughs> into the circle. I trust you wholeheartedly. I think you're one of the smartest people I know. And I'm just blessed to call you my dear friend. And the reason that I start here tonight for everyone listening is that we're going to talk about Tiff's professional side and her coaching and some of the things that she's doing. But I want everybody to know that on the personal side, Tiff is the real deal. So just wanted to start there. <laughs> oh, thank you, Stephen. Oh my goodness. If I could, if you could see, you can probably hear the smile in my face right now. You're getting this, this dark skinned girl to blush. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate your friendship and your counsel. I appreciate you sharing your family with me as well. And it has absolutely been a pleasure. And I am grateful for relationships and your relationship and your friendship is definitely one of them. So I appreciate you. And thank you for having me on um, and sharing me with Blazer Nation again tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. So two things in the end of our first conversation, in the end of part one, we said that since you grew up in Jamaica or you grew up in a Jamaican family, right? your grandma was Jamaican, we agreed, if you recall, at the end of the first interview to do our part two conversation in Pato. <laughs> oh, no. But how are you going to do me like that, sir? My Pato is bad. Lord, it bad. <laughs> Yo. Do you recall this? I do not recall. Clearly, I didn't do my own homework. Oh, my goodness. You are funny. Thankfully, I know you're not going to hold me to that because we you do not want this. People will turn this podcast off if they, if they hear me. You are funny. Uh, <laughs> jokes aside, though, you know, also didn't discuss your podcast much in that first convo. So, I was thinking, you know, maybe could start things off by having you share a little bit about your podcast, which for everyone listening, Tiff's podcast is titled, How Does She Do It? And maybe tell us a little bit about the genesis of that platform and share your why. Right. So How Does She Do It is the tagline is practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. And what I used mm. to be a blogger, I blogged under a different name for several years before I kind of went, you know, brought myself to the more public and career center side. But I realized that writing had been something that I, it was taking me a little bit more time and that I really enjoyed 
talking. And what I really enjoyed talking about was the struggles that come after you go to school, you do the things that they tell you to do, and then life just comes at you with these challenges related to your finances, your physical fitness, your health, your relationships, your career, and just who you are as a whole person. And so I kind of took an extension of my coaching perspective uh, from Four Corners Coaching and brought it over to the podcast to have some kind of, you know, personal dialogue about the struggles that I think most adults, many adults experience, women of color experience, women of faith experience, and just share some of the encouragement that I found and share encouragement that, you know, I've kind of developed as I go through these experiences with people. And it has been such a blessing of an experience. But yeah, I'm very grateful for that platform. Yes, yes. And I'm grateful for you. You inspire me every time I listen to you on your podcast. I'm like, Stephen, you need to learn to articulate thought like Tim. You just have a way with your words, man. Oh, thank that is a blessing. And thank you, thank you. And that's really why I switched from the blog to the speaking because speaking mm. is something that just it flows easier for me. I love writing, but when I find that I am at my best when I'm talking and that sound, and I don't mean to sound kind of gassed when I say that, but I think that one of the things that we have to do as professionals, as we are, you know, trying to grow in our personal and professional lives is find those things that we're good at and continue to build mm-hmm. on that skill set. So that's something that I try yeah. to do with the podcast. Right, right. So let's go up a little bit and talk about your 30,000 foot view, right? Of kind of where you're at right now. Again, for those that are just being introduced to TIFF for the first time and you haven't heard the prior episode, go back and listen because there's a lot of backstory there. But TIFF is, you know, highly educated, three Ivy League degrees. You attended Cornell for undergrad, grad degree and law degree at UPenn. Today, you're a professional recruitment manager, you're on the radio, you're a podcaster, you're a speaker, you're a coach, and you have a lot of different things happening, right? But Help Blaze Nation to understand what's at the core of the TIFF South mission and the vision and what's driving you forward right now in this work that you're doing and getting set to do as we head into the new year. What is driving me is this desire to help people live their most whole and authentic lives and to mm. do so in fulfilling careers. I think we spend a lot, we spend most of our time at work whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you work for a small business, a large corporation, most of our days, usually Monday through Friday, are spent at work. And I am committed to helping people understand the way that their passions, that their stories, that their strengths impact the way they can or the way that they do or the way that they don't show up at work. So when I say that, I mean... And we talked about this in the last episode, but I'll just give a brief you know, overview. I come from a place where a lot of people didn't go to college. My family was very education driven. It was the thing, the only option that I had after high school was to, I'm, you're supposed to go to college. And so my definition of success and kind of my value became attached to these external measures of success. And so I went for the best of the best. So I attended, you know, these Ivy League schools to get these degrees and my value and worth was then connected to those external things. And what I realized as my career started to develop was that 
I was not satisfied with who I was as Tiffany, as an individual. And so there was a disconnect between these external pieces of success that I had, or these measures, the degrees, the bar exams, the six-figure job, and how I felt about myself. And if I could not feel good about myself, then I could not actually have a fulfilling career. And so the big picture view of the work that I do through my coaching, the work that I do, you know, on the podcast, on the radio show at work, you know, in my nine to five is that, you know, I am trying to help people live their best lives and have fulfilling careers while they do it. Awesome. So it's been probably a year and a half since we've had you back on and I'm sure I personally know that life has been anything but a straight line up since the last Heidi on, right? For either of us. And I'd love you to maybe share, you know, what, what you've been learning about yourself over that time as you fight through some of the adversity of the year and, and as you've become probably even more versed in your own story. Mm-hmm. Could you speak to that? Definitely. I think what I've learned about myself is that I am extremely determined, but I'm also learning more and more that I am reliant on my faith and I am reliant on the relationships that I have with other people to pour into me. I was, I am, I'm not going to say I was, I tend to be very proud and not someone who likes to ask for help very often. But what I've learned in the last year or so is that first and foremost, I have to come before my father and ask him to, you know, remove the barriers from my life, from my, you know, my mindset in my, you know, if there are barriers between certain opportunities to try and seek those to try and remove those barriers, humble myself to get those opportunities to, and to just be more fulfilled and more whole in that relationship. And to also learn to ask for help, learn to reach out to, you know, people like you, Steven, learn to reach out to some of the coaches that I know, some of the people who have more expertise than I do in certain areas in order to make myself better because we don't operate, we don't live in a vacuum. And I think the last year of my life has definitely taught me that it's okay and it's expected to have a community that help build you up as you go to pursue the thing that you're trying to build and that's most important to you. Boy, I don't know. I would argue with you that you're not good at it because <laughs> I'm looking at you for inspiration because you're always like tapping into the strengths of others and figuring out how you move forward. You are determined for sure, without question. I'm watching you develop Tiffany and and some of the things that you're working towards. I'm, I'm just... Yeah, I can confirm, put the stamp of confirmation on that one for sure. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So end of our last conversation on the podcast, we talked about your goal to run a coaching and speaking business, in your words, that touches 1 million women worldwide. Mm -hmm. And after the episode, I've watched you again, I've watched you fight to bring this dream to reality. You want to share a little bit about Four Corners Coach? I don't know if we really touched on that too in the first call. Why were you inspired to build Four Corners Coach? And and maybe we can start talking about your new program with How She Elevates. Absolutely. Four Corners Coaching, similar to kind of to the podcast of trying to recognize the pieces of myself and the pieces of other mm. people that I know that makes us whole. And, you know, like I mentioned before, I spend so much of my time working towards this career and this external picture of what success looked like that I was recognizing as I started to get older that, wait a minute, there are my relationships 
wait a minute, there is my faith, there is my health, there is the work that matters to me that I do at work, but they all make up who I am. And so I founded Four Corners Coaching thinking about those four corners specifically and the idea that in order to reach your career success, you have to know who you are at your core. And that kind of ties into ties into the idea of understanding what your story is. If you don't have a good grasp on where you've come from, it's going to be kind of hard to really navigate the place that you're trying to go. And you might get a certain, you might reach a certain distance, but eventually something is going to catch up to you about your past that you haven't resolved. Something that you really, really wanted as a child or as a teenager, as a college student, is that thing is still going to bubble up in you if you haven't raised it to awareness and resolved it so that you could continue to move forward. And so what the work that I do with Four Corners Coaching with a lot of my clients is they come to me kind of with this career question first is, you know, well, I really, I want to change my job title. I want to transition from one side of the business to the other. I want to get into a graduate program and leave my job. How do I do that? But in order to get them to that stated goal, we have to take some steps back. Well, why do you want those things? Oh, well, I want more money. So what happens when you get fired? What happens when you, what happens when that year end bonus doesn't come, right? So you have to unpack the why you have to unpack who you are, who people are at their core to then get them and open them up to that true level of the career that they want, that career success that they're looking for. Right. So you've been kind of working through that process. And is that what's leading you to now create this newest offering? Absolutely. So How She Elevates came out of this idea that I want to, when you talk, you mentioned, and I've told that goal of reaching 1 million women to, I've mentioned it to someone else who has reminded me of it more than once. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm really, I have to make this happen now. I've told it, I've told it to more than one person. So, but How She Elevates is really about helping people go from having a good job to a fulfilling career. Mm. And when, you know, a lot of us in our communities have been told, you know, all you need to do is get a good job. You get a good job, you keep your head down, you, you know, get some benefits. Maybe they they don't really do pensions anymore, but some places do. And that's success. Yet you have hundreds, probably thousands of people who go to these good jobs every day and who come home as shells of themselves, who are not millions, right? Millions of people who are not doing, who are not connected to the work that they're doing. And so with how she elevates, it's really about seeing your story, seeing your faith, and then ultimately seeing your success as you work through, you know, understanding how you got to where you are, as you understand who you are, according to the promises that God says, what he says about us in his word. And when you get those two things as the foundation, you then see the world, you see possibilities in a completely different way. And it becomes less about salary. It becomes less about job title, less about label and, and, you know, fortune 500, Mm. this, and not to say that those things aren't important, not to say that you shouldn't want those things. But if your why is not clear and your connection to that desire is not clear, you'll always feel like you're missing something. You'll always be chasing this kind of empty feeling and trying to fill that hole with other things. Case study in points. I can't call any names of individual or a company to put this person in a bad place. But Tiff, as you're talking, 
as you're speaking about this right now, I'm thinking about somebody. I've been at a million conferences this year, but had the pleasure to be at one with some really top level execs and had the pleasure of sitting right next to and having a very in-depth heart to heart with someone who is the top at literally in the top 100 of a fortune, maybe 50 company. And this person said to me, yo, you know, honestly, I'm not passionate about what I'm doing. And in a lengthy conversation, I know that this person is making probably seven figures, but was truly unhappy about where they found themselves right now, right? So as you're talking about that, you know, I'm thinking of somebody who literally said, hey, you know, really find what your heart is drawing you to and go do that. Don't bother off, chase the money, right? Don't chase the title. Don't chase the money. Don't chase what, you know, the Joneses are chasing. Mm -hmm. Search what really, really matters, Mm -hmm. you know? Seek that first, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's not, you're not just talking just blind here, right? Like for everyone listening, listen to what Tiff is telling you right now, because I've seen this from the top, you know, and heard that just three months ago. Wow. And what's crazy is that I, I've lived that, you know what I mean? Like that is the reason why I started. That's the reason why I started Four Corners Coaching. That's the reason why I am starting How She Elevates, because in order for you to get that success that you have, you have to know why. And and then I want to take it back a little bit, like passion. We hear a lot of pursue your passion and oh, pursue your purpose, right? I'm not talking about like, I am passionate about DJing. I'm very (laughs) passionate about DJing. I have a picture of a black woman in my living room on turntables. Like that's Uh, how I love the art is it's something when I was in undergrad, I used to stand behind the DJ booth and watch DJs spin at parties. Like that's what I love it that's not what I need to be doing. That's not my purpose. That's not where I need to put my, so, so when I, so when we talk about pursuing your passion, it's not about the thing that you really like to do. It goes deeper than that. And you have to think about, it's like a pairing of what you're gifted at and Mm -hmm. what you are called to do. And a lot of us, there's so much noise around the bills that we have and the demands of the job and the demands of the family and the demands of our lives that we don't ever get a chance to sit and be like, well, you know, what am I actually good at and what do I care about? And how do I then actualize that in the work that I do every day? So when I think about, so in thinking about my own journey, one of the things that has always been very important to me was professionalism and being successful in your career. And when I showed up as an attorney, as a you know pharmaceutical defense attorney, I didn't have the opportunity to do that in my work every day, but I still found myself doing that in conversations that I was having with people at work, in mentoring law students and talking to my peers in other industries and realized that that is the thing that is connected to my gifts. That's the thing that's connected to my calling. And it's also connected to my story because my story is one of going in a direction where I was doing something for other people because I was told that that was the thing I should be doing. And so Mm -hmm. I got that good job and yet I didn't like the work that I was doing. And so many of us, 
that is what prompted the shift. And I felt, and what really prompted the shift more than just that realization was the recognition and the kind of acceptance that, you know what, I don't have to stay here if I'm not happy doing this. Mm -hmm. And that's not something that brown people really, we don't do that a lot. We don't leave things that we're not happy with because you know, we want to pursue something that makes us happy. We're like, no, these bills got to get paid. So I'm going to stay here in this place. And I'm not talking about like, you know, going and leaving it all and going to be a painter on the beach or, you know, not, you know, that's not what I'm talking about. There are ways to still stay in a fulfilling career and be in a career and still get at those passions and get at those things that you are both good at and that are informed by who you are and you're more whole person. Mm. So talk to me about how she elevates, right? somebody is listening to what you're saying and and you pique their interest, what might someone expect to learn or what skills might they hope to develop through working with you in this program? One of the things that I start with in this program is looking back to press forward. You don't, like I mentioned earlier, you don't really, you don't get a clear sense of where you are going unless you know where you've been. And so many areas of our lives are connected in ways that are not really in our conscious awareness. So, you know, when we think about why something, why a particular career direction matters to us, or why we have certain financial habits, or why we have certain eating habits or health habits, those things are all connected and they lead us to where we are right now. But most of us have never actually stepped back and said, well, you know, what are the messages that I got about education growing up? What are the messages that I got about you know, only, you know, having doctor or lawyer as the two career options that I could, or engineer dependent or teacher, depending on which West Indian Island your family came from, you know, (laughs) you, you know, you had four, you maybe had four or five options. And you, so you funneled yourself into one of those directions. So one of the things that I do with, you know, with the clients in how she elevates is we unpack, we ask those questions. We say, you know, well, let's think about, let's think about how you got here. Let's think about, you know, where you have been and let's then figure out what the lessons are from those places that we've been. Let's figure out what the value is in those experiences. And one of the things that I talked about is the kind of the topic of my TED talk was this idea that your story informs your strengths. But if you don't know your story, that means you're overlooking, you're bypassing some of your strengths. We're so busy getting through the experiences that we don't actually mine them for the value that they have and that they were intended for us to get from them. So that's the kind of the starting point from there and, you know, kind of in the program. And then from there, we talk about your faith. We talk about, well, who does God say you are? He tells you that you are the head and not the tail. He tells you that you are a joint heir with Christ. He tells you that you are more than a conqueror. He tells you that he will never leave you or forsake you. And yet, we still operate and run around every day in this wrapped up in this spirit of fear, but he tells us that we don't have a spirit of fear. We have a spirit of courage and love and sound mind, right? So you, in, when, when you get clarity about where you came from and you pair that with the confidence that comes from your faith and that comes from Christ, you have access to a definition and feeling of success that is independent of the job that you're in, but can take you to whole different levels in that work that you're doing such that that good job becomes that fulfilling career that you've been seeking. Y'all thought I was getting mushy in the beginning. You see? See what I'm telling you? (laughs) 
You hear Tiff Self putting on that word? I got goosebumps up my neck. <laughs> uh, Girl. Yes. I even about to ask some more questions about that. I know everyone's wanting me to ask this question. How can those that are interested in learning more become part of this program? Well, if you visit fourcornerscoach.com, and I'm sure Stephen will put a link to this in the show notes and go to fourcornerscoach.com slash how she elevates. If you follow me on social media, if you, you know, you connect with me on my podcast, there is an application. There is a, you know, I'm looking forward to connecting with people to find out if this is the program for you. But it is something that I'm so excited about because all of us want to go to work We want to do well at the work that we do and we want to enjoy doing it. And that is not out of reach. It's not crazy. It's not for rich people. It's not for, you know, people who come from two parent home. It's for everybody. And how she elevates is the opportunity for me to help women who are committed to elevating their careers, elevating their confidence and elevating and understanding their stories and attaining that and walking in that fully. And so this is not a program tips taking everybody. This is a limited offering. Want to encourage any of the ladies, any of our Blazing Nation ladies who are listening in, if you're interested, definitely go ahead and apply. Tiff, we're getting set to wrap up, but anyone who knows Tiff, and if you follow Tiffany on the gram, you know, you know, Tiff is probably the most disciplined gym rat I know who is going to be in at 5 a.m. like clockwork, getting that workout in. Tiff, why is living a healthy lifestyle so important? Because if our bodies are not physically fit and capable of sustaining the things that we say we want, then what are we doing here? I actually just had a conversation with someone about this. And, you know, we, our bodies are our temples. And in addition to honoring our lives and kind of every day, we also have to honor the thing that God has gifted us with, which is our bodies. And for me to, I wake up every day with the ability to use all 10 of my fingers and 10 of my toes and stand out of my bed on my own will. And I have to be strong to do that. And, you know, part of it also was I'm skinny and I wanted to build muscle. So that that's how it all started. And now, now I end up, it's a much bigger picture for me. That's how my gym life started. But, you know, our temples are, are gifts from God and we have to honor them and to allow them to help us, help carry us to the goals that we have for ourselves. So, you know, I'm going to ask you, you know, what's the advice to those of us who are a little bit more pleasantly round, <laughs> like, like yours truly, whose who's five fingers want to wrap a donut <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <of> <laughs> just just to be clear, my gym fitness is not my diet fitness. I'm working right. on the diet fitness, right? <laughs> what I will say, it is it's a habit. It becomes a habit when you start with one day at a time. Mm. I used to religiously say, I'm not going to the gym in the morning. I'm not no morning person, blah, 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 blah. All it took was a couple of days of waking up and setting that alarm for 15 minutes earlier every every day until I got to the ridiculous hour that I set my alarm for now in the morning, which is around 4.15 or 4.30. Don't judge me. Mm. But it is, it's become such a habit now that when I don't do it, my day doesn't go the same way. My morning doesn't feel the same. And I, you know, so I start my morning with devotion and then I make my way to the gym. And when I do that, I have a great morning. And when I don't, I'm cranky until like noon. So I don't Mm. like that feeling. (laughs) I don't like that feeling at all. So I make it happen. Gotta get on it. (laughs) 
2018, yeah, man. 2018. Yes. yes, I don't even want to wait till then. So, Tiff, I can't believe this. We're at the end of a terrific conversation. So, of course, the last question of the night here, one we ask all our guests, and you've probably answered this once before, so you get the second go around. What's the one action you want our Blazer Nation taking this week that's going to help them to blaze their trail? I want Blazer Nation to think about where you have come from. I want you to sit, and this is like a reflective action, but I want you to sit and think about at least one shaping experience, one thing that happened in your childhood, your, you know, middle, you know, young adulthood, and or even recently, something that has helped shape who you are. And think about does that thing, is that thing reflected in the work that you're doing right now? And it sounds like a it's a lofty kind of ask, but I find that a lot of us, there's a lot more information in our past and in our stories than we recognize. So reflect on something that has happened to you and try to see where that connection is from where you've been to where you are right now and how that might drive you into your future success. Love it. Love it. Tiff, tell us how we can stay connected to you. I am on Tiff South on all social media. So that's Tiff with two Fs. Follow me. I'm mostly active on Instagram, but I'm also active on the Twitters and the Facebooks. You can also find me at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com or FourCornersCoach.com, and that's F-O-U-R. But I am all over the place, and I'm looking forward to connecting with your audience. Tiffany Sutherland, I'm forever blessed to have you in my company, my sister. Likewise, Stephen. Thank you so much for having me. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I'll be posting links to all of today's book recommendations and links mentioned on our show notes page at tdpod.com. If today was your first time listening to the Trailblazers podcast, I just want to extend a warm Trailblazers welcome to you. We're so happy to have you here and we encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. Go ahead and browse through some of our past episodes to keep the knowledge flowing. If you're a fan of the podcast and today's content, and you're maybe already subscribed to the podcast, please continue to share and invite your friends, your family, your colleagues to listen to an episode that you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories will be moved to make significant changes that will have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. Don't miss next week's episode. New episodes are released each and every Monday by about 5 a.m. Eastern. Trailblazers, jump off this podcast today. Go find a way to rise above, go way beyond, and keep blazing your trail. Cheers. Cheers.